right, boys. We are uh, we are in the home stretch of the Premier League. Uh, we've got we've got a full slate of games this weekend. We got to we got to take a look at. Uh, this is going to be our our preview of Match Week 33. This is Red Card Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League from three friends who support different clubs. As always, my name is James. I support Arsenal. That's Brad. He supports Chelsea. And with us all week has been Joel. He supports Newcastle. Uh, taking the week off is is Sean for for reasons. I don't know if emotional. Was, yeah, emotional so, reasons. Yeah, um, mostly emotional, probably true. Um, so, emotional holidays are important, guys. You know what, Brad? You're right. I sh- we shouldn't. Yeah, you're right, Brad. Um, so, <laughs> uh, quickly, if you are stumbling across us, if you are new to Red Card Radio, hit the subscribe button, ring the sub notification bell. Uh, if you're on one of the podcast sites and you're taking a listen to us, uh, hit with a follow, uh, five star review if your platform so allows it. Drop a comment down below and on YouTube and join our Discord, which is in the uh, video or podcast description. All right, so boys, we've got uh, a handful of games between Saturday and Tuesday. Uh, this is kind of a a strange, a strange weekend, um, just because we've got, we've got some games moved around for policing reasons, um, mostly the Arsenal Chelsea match. Um, so let let's just quickly run down what the what what the games are. So uh, kicking off Saturday morning, we've got Crystal Palace and West Ham United. Uh, we got Brentford hosting Nottingham Forest, Brighton hosting Wolves. On Sunday, we've got Bournemouth and Leeds, Fulham and Manchester City, uh, Manchester United versus Aston Villa, Newcastle United versus Southampton, Liverpool are hosting Spurs. On Monday, we've got Leicester and Everton, and then on Tuesday, we've got a London derby. Might be Arsenal's final London derby of the season. It's Arsenal versus Chelsea. So that's what we got. We got quite a a good smattering of games here between uh like like relegation big relegation games, uh teams fighting for Europe. Um Brad, where where did you want to start tonight? Or today? Let's 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 get to let's get to the uh Arsenal Chelsea. Oh. Let's go want, to the end. You let's start, to start at the end. The end. Start and at the end and we'll work, work our way forward. Yeah, I knew I should have asked Joel. Always got to ask the guest <laughs> where he wants to start first. All right, Brad, you should have, should have, but you know you didn't, so we're here. Let's talk about Arsenal and Chelsea. So, are are Chelsea going to allow Arsenal to do the league double on them? I think I said Wednesday that Arsenal's winning, but it's Friday, and Arsenal are still winning. It's a draw. Yeah. <laughs> you coward. You no, I was just a coward. I am following the results of what Arsenal do. Arsenal get up early and then they sit back and do nothing, and Chelsea comes back. It's a draw. This, this is your moment to say that Mudrik is going to show Arsenal why they uh, were need a right back. Were foolish for not splashing the money on him, and Mudrik's going to score a hat trick against Arsenal. Like this is your moment to. He's going to break Jorginho's ankles, and Jorginho's going to go crying back to. His home in West London. <laughs> no, I mean, like, Arsenal wouldn't. I, 
I, I really truthfully believe Arsenal are winning this game. Yeah. Um, Look, that's the closest I'm going to say in an Arsenal-Chelsea match, that it's going to be a draw. That's as close as you're going to get me to say. So We're putting it on record, yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking about this match earlier. You know how earlier in the season I was really, really annoyed at Everton when they sacked Frank Lampard right before the Arsenal match and they hire Sean Dyche and then Arsenal lose to, to Everton, right? I was really upset about that and I was lobbying insofar as I can lobby that uh, in the return fixture, the, 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 the match that needs to be, needed to be rescheduled, that Arsenal, uh, that, that Everton should be forced to bring Frank Lampard back on as manager <laughs> for Everton for that one match. Um, I really think that my wish has been answered in this in this sense that uh, Frank Lampard. You did get you maybe finally got that match against Frank Lampard that I've been 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 waiting for. Maybe, Um, maybe, maybe we 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 might be done searching for a head coach by then. Okay, but Pochettino's not going to come in until June. I don't think so. Yeah, that's 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 the rumors that Pochettino is the likely next first team coach the, i think Chelsea. this is three weeks in a row though that we've said a different manager is the likely manager don't get it so i'll be um, i will i will throw it out there i don't think i've ever said that i think you might have. i said think that. i have i have but brad believes anything he reads on twitter if fabrizio says it brad is all about it yeah what is it what about who's your new guy on agent Twitter? dark agent agent dark, dark? yeah what is agent he been, dark what's he been saying yeah he he had he had Poch in the race from the beginning, but he it was Nagelsmann's to lose, uh, and then Nagelsmann pulled out, and we dropped Enrique. I'm sorry, that's such an absurd Twitter handle. I I'm just so dark? annoyed by that Twitter handle that <laughs> that it gets no respect for me. Um, it's just so annoying. Anyway, he did I he did have Poch in it like throughout. Hold on, but didn't... he did have Nagelsmann as a favorite. He did have Nagelsmann as the favorite, but he had Poch as like as like the triple like as like the three that were the triple threat. Weren't we always aware that Pochettino was in the running? Yes. Okay, so like it feels like that was kind of common knowledge. Yeah, but most people thought it was between Luis Enrique and um, Nagelsmann. It seems like it was though. So, so your claim is that Chelsea were listening to Luis Enrique out of like respect no. for him? No, no. I think I think all three. I think those were the three that were like that the board were working through. I think Vincent Company's name has been thrown out there as part of the shortlist. <laughs> and I think there's somebody else that's on the shortlist. That's like what the Celtic manager is on the shortlist. Oh, yeah. Yo, yeah, I really hope. I really hope. I that the company is on the list for Tottenham too. It's like Nagelsmann and company. I think on the top two. Why would company go to Chelsea or Tottenham? He just got know. promoted. Really. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Tony's on the short list. No. But yeah, I think it's Poch. I, I think I, I'm with you. I think it's Poch. All right, Joel, settle this for us. Who's winning the Arsenal Chelsea match? Arsenal are going to win. Yeah, comfortably. It's at the Emirates. It's Arsenal will have just destroyed city on wednesday and they're feeling good about themselves wait 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 wait. let me get let me get let me get yeah yeah from wednesday no no no, don't don't tell them no no don't tell them invite this is wednesday invite them to listen to our podcast but this is friday now i know we're already listening to the wednesday podcast i just wanted to remind them 
Well, okay, but if you haven't listened to it, you should go back and listen to our you, you should, episode. You should to hear to hear um, James claim. You'll hear my confidence on yeah, Wednesday. In, in our, yeah, in Arsenal's um, victory. Yeah. 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 He has as much confidence in, in in Arsenal's victory in that game as as I said for Chelsea getting this draw. <laughs> I predict an Arsenal three 0 win against Chelsea. I could see that. Comfortable. I could see that. Um, Brad? 2-2 two, two, draw. 2-2. Two, two. Okay. I, I, I think like 3-1 okay. like Arsenal. I think, I think Chelsea will score. Um, or, or I think like... But Arsenal, Chelsea never score. I know, but Arsenal have a hard time blanking Chelsea, I think. I think... I think I think it's I think in his in his mind it's an own goal from Jorginho. <laughs> that would be something else. That would be something else. Let let's turn our attention. I think I think a more interesting matchup this week is uh, Manchester United hosting Aston Villa. So Unai Emery has Aston Villa playing like a team possessed. Um, they are probably like eight or nine games unbeaten. They've won the majority of them. Um, maybe only drawn one or two of them they're in such good form and united are struggling with this injury crisis that that we've been talking about um united will have just played spurs away um i think that they're going to lose that match um so they play on thursday in london and then they host aston villa on sunday that's short turnaround for a team that's got a lot of injuries aston villa hasn't played since the last weekend or since Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was. So like Aston Villa will be well-rested. Um, I, I, I think that Unai Emery could could very capably like cook up a, a strategy for this match and get a, get, a, get a win at Old Trafford. I don't think that's out of the round. Like, yeah, yeah. I think Villa actually would probably be the favorites here. Mm, I don't think they'll be favorites. I think, I think they can get a I think Man United will win. I think it all boils down to the to the injury issues with with the center back pairing. Like I I, I think that that's they I, I I don't know the specific numbers, but their win percentage when they have Varane and Martinez playing together versus any other center back pairing is is night and day different. Like they are their win percentage when they have their main two guys is like eighty percent or something like that. They win eighty percent of the games that they play together. Um, I forget what the what the inverse of it is, but when it's any other center back pairing is significantly lower. Um and so I could I could see this just continuing to be a problem for Manchester City for United as they we go through the rest of the season. I'd like to see it pains me to say, on just the way the table's looking right now and how well Villa are doing, I actually think I'd rather see Man United win just to bridge that gap further from the top four to fifth. And sixth and below. Just, just some more breathing room for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what and it I, is. No, it is. But I, I genuinely think Man United will win. And I, Villa, are, they're, they're going to lose at some point. I think they can't just keep not losing. I think you'd rather have a draw in that match. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, probably. But I, I still think, uh, no, you know what? I, I don't think I would. I think I'd rather Villa lose. Okay. I don't care if the house will finish third or fourth. I don't care if it's third or fourth. Um, it's always nice to finish above Man United, but I mean, top four priority at this point. I just think Villa are going to lose at some point, and I think this will be the one. 
Okay. I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's fair. One nil. I one think Ollie Watkins eats Maguire alive. I'll go one nil Man United. Okay. Um ah. Liverpool Spurs quickly. Um this is a a matchup of of teams that are woefully underperforming this year. Um it's 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 interesting in a sense because I mean like Liverpool are trying to claw their way into a top four race, which I think is going to elude them um ultimately. Um so they're really fighting for Europa League. Right? Like that's that, that seems like what they're really fighting for. Um and, and as as are Tottenham at this point. Um but is that enough to motivate this Liverpool team? I mean, it is a top six opponent, right? And they will have Diaz back. Um, yep. L- Liverpool will be well up for this one. You think so? I think. I do. I really do, yeah. I think Liverpool aren't out of the European race at all. I think they will beat Tottenham and, I and think- Tottenham European home. I think Liverpool will win. I will be shocked if Tottenham beat Liverpool at Anfield. I'll be shocked. Um, now, I'm fairly certain uh, Tottenham have gotten a result at Anfield relatively recently in like the last th- two or three years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Drew that. Yeah. It was a draw. I, th- I thought they won there recently as well. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I think Liverpool, I think to your point, Brad, with Diaz being back, Jota's firing again, finally. Um like it's, and it's never a question of Liverpool's front three. It's a question of Liverpool's midfield. And on top of that, I'm not overly impressed by Spurs' midfield. So the, the Tottenham midfield say, is not that impressive. So I'm not worried that the Tottenham midfield is going to overrun Liverpool. Like Hoiberg is is their best midfielder, but I don't see Hoiberg like dominating Liverpool with his passes. Like he's an engine. He's a runner. He's a stop. He's a like like. But yeah, he's not gonna take over the game, make those passes and, and that kind of stuff to to get the like to keep Tottenham in this game. Tottenham probably score a counter attack goal. Like Son or Kane probably get banging something on a counter. That's the way um, they get down, so it would make sense. Tottenham lost one at Anfield in two thousand and eleven. Oh. Okay. So maybe I was yeah. conflating that draw as a win. Yeah. So like I think I, I, I think it'll be a not straightforward, but I think Liverpool will win, and I don't think it'll be too close. And we also have Brian, like Brian Mason as their manager. It's True. not like they're okay. gonna have some crazy tactics. Yeah, to I do guess, this. I guess I'm probably discounting the the crisis issues that are going on at Spurs in terms of who's in charge and what what formations and what they have playing and yeah. things like that. So I guess. I guess that's a fair point that I hadn't necessarily fully. I don't know. I I I agree with with you your assessment of this Joel that Liverpool will be more than an, more than enough for Spurs. Um, I'm not. I have no. I, there's nothing that that screams to me that 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 Spurs will get anything out of this match. It's hard to see it right now how they would. Yeah. Um, what about this Leicester Everton match? So this is kind of, this is turning out to be a exceptionally big game. Six pointer. 
Yeah, no, it's not a six-pointer. Sean's not here. No, it can be a six-pointer because Sean's not here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get Yeah, it's a six-pointer. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, like, for all intents and purposes. So, I mean, I think if we also... um, Everton will have played Newcastle um, on Thursday. And Leicester won't have played since... They they drew against Leeds on Tuesday. Yes, correct. So, they drew against Leeds on Tuesday. Everton play on Thursday. And then they play against each they play against each other on Monday. Um, so, I mean, we expect Everton to lose the, the the match against Newcastle. It would be a shock if they get any points out of that. Even if we were feeling super generous and gave them a point against Newcastle, it would be they would be even on sure. points. They'd both be on twenty nine points. Um, Leicester's goal difference is, is is superior to Everton, so like that would be massive one way or the other. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's huge. I mean, if 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 Leicester win, and that gap goes to between the, those two clubs to four points, obviously it depends what Leeds do, but that could be a massive blow for Everton. Because yeah, could massive, it, it, massive that, blow either way. Um, yeah, I mean, if if Everton beat Leicester at Leicester, then Everton are out in the bottom three. So it it seems it seems unlikely though, right? I think the pressure yeah. more will be more on Everton at this Le- point. Leicester, Leicester have looked much better recently. After, you know, new new management. They actually they looked good away at Leeds. They're, I don't know if you saw their goal. Really nice, like so, attacking goal. Like they look, they look, they look good. They had a goal disallowed in the first half. For it was offside VAR. It was James? Cool. It's James' favorite player that scored the goal, right? To uh, Alvaro. Yeah, can't stand his face. Because <laughs> he turned down Arsenal all the all the all those years ago. Vardy's got two goals this season. Yeah, I think his yeah. I think his race has run in the Premier League. It seems like. Um, yeah, he's he can, come, he, he can come to Charlotte FC. <laughs> Fuchs <laughs> made recruit and they play together. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There you go. I've I've always thought um, about Leicester is that they they're quality the quality on their team the quality of their squad the quality on paper is um doesn't match up to their output so far and so i really do think this is a situation where the quality of the leicester squad is going to show through in these last five six matches for them and i think i think that leicester will beat everton james madison harvey barnes telemans yeah both of those guys, you, but two of the three of them, you said, are gone next year, right? They're out of contract. We're not next year. We're in this year still, and they're still I'm playing for Leicester. But I'm with you. But do they care enough? Of course they do. Because I mean, I if, think, if, if I don't think Tielemans has cared at all this year, and that might James, be James Madison, Madison and has. They, Madison they, was fighting for England, but like I don't they, like after the World Cup, has he? If, if they're part of a squad that gets relegated, that that's not the same as. Being part of a squad that's fought for their lives to stay up. It's like, pretty that's sure, but does that? I don't think that hurts either one of them. Their prospects on what club they'd go to. I agree. I, with I you think. That. I think it says a lot about the player themselves. Themselves and the type sure. of player. You want. If if I'm Newcastle and I want James Madison, do I want to see him try his heart out, put everything in, show score goals, get assists, but get relegated? Like 
that that's way more tra- honestly that's more attractive to me though than him staying up and just like diddly doddling around like yeah see someone put effort and heart in so yeah i do think i'm sure but like that's what i mean yeah i think he did enough by getting into the english squad and like through his injuries like i think he's done plenty yeah oh he's had a good season james madison but he, there's no reason for him to stop trying now he's going to want to get more goals keep lester up yeah and big transfer in the summer i think i think the only way it wouldn't impact like i think telemans is more inter- could be more interested in playing abroad and you know yeah. if, he, if he's going to spain or he's sure. going to italy like those clubs are going to care less about whether or not he's been relegated with Leicester. Like that's going to, but if you're trying to stay in the English game, um, I think that that, I think that does, I think Joel's point is very salient. Um, and I, I definitely think uh, Madison's trying to stay in the league. I don't think Madison wants to go overseas. Um, I, I, I hear you on that one. I think you're probably correct there. I'm, I, look, I think Leicester win. I'm just saying like out of the players that you named, I don't think any of those three are there next year. Well, I get what you're saying. And, and if Everton approach this match kind of hard, like if Everton's coming in and they're playing aggressively and they're going in to tackles, like you could, a player like Tielemans who's out of contract, like Madison who's out of contract and has Euro qualifiers in the summer, like, you know, if if they see Everton out here and they're like diving into tackles and it feels aggressive i could i could see a part of you being like well i don't want to get injured here i don't want to get taken out here like there's there's a part of me i I think that the desire to be a professional and play well outweighs the fear of being injured but i think that there is something to be said that 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 like that possibility could arise if if less to go down i don't think it will change james madison for example i don't think it will change his potential destination too much but i don't think he's gonna just stop playing because he doesn't care if he goes down or stays up because he knows he's getting a transfer he's gonna give his all to stay up for leicester regardless of whether he stays up or goes down he's not going to change where he goes but i disagree with you brad do they care yes heck yeah they care they want to stay up they're going to give it their all i think pride i think pride plays a large part in that and footballers i I think i prideful people I, i I, I don't disagree with you, Joe. I was playing more of a devil's advocate. I don't think Tielemans cares. Like I think uh, Madison cares. I don't think Tielemans cares. I, 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 I wouldn't want Tielemans anywhere near Newcastle. I'd take James Madison now. I wouldn't take Tielemans. I don't think Tielemans gets in our squad, to be honest. Didn't we talk about this a couple weeks ago? About Tielemans and so. Madison, like who... Where they're going? Who who fits where, where well. And I think we did say Madison at Newcastle. Like, I could see him. I could see him linking up very well with that squad and being yeah. quite useful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tielemans wouldn't get in. He's he's not better than Jolie. Not better than Guimaraes. He's yeah. Like, not better. Like, he wouldn't get in. I I agree with Plus, you there. I think I I think he that he reminds me of a European John Joe Shelby. Honestly, who uh, like, got banished from Nottingham Forest this week because he. Like was pissed that he didn't get to play against Liverpool. No, I mean, yeah, he, that was gonna happen. He's got an attitude. It's uh, I I wonder a lot about Telemans. Is that like for the last year and a half he's been linked to Arsenal, and like that, it, it, that transfer never materialized. You know, two years ago it would have been expensive, but in the summer last year, or in January this year when we desperately needed a midfielder, um, 
that never, brought Jorginho instead. Yeah, you bought Jorginho instead. It's like like those things oh. never came to pass. So you you wonder about that. Like, yes, he's probably rated in football circles, but when you think about like squad building and what a player brings to your locker room and what a player brings to your specific side, like I wonder if there's questions about Thielman. And I, I it seems to me that he's going to end up overseas. Like like. It seems to me he's going to end up at like an AC Milan or an Inter or something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah. I, 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 I don't just, know. Like. Yeah, I see him going to Italy for whatever reason. So, um, what else? Any any other? Do you guys want to talk about how Fulham are going to smash Manchester City? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fulham the Fortress of Craven Cottage. Hey, man. I've seen crazy since, things happen at Craven Cottage. Since Mitrovic and Silva had got their punishments handed to them, they haven't looked the same. Silva was back on the bench this week. He was back on the I bench know, today, I, but I, I agree. Not Mitrovic, like especially Mitrovic. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I wonder if part of them were kind of like, well, even before that happened in the FA Cup, um, they were kind of teetering, like their their league position was was starting to falter a little bit. I wonder. I wonder if some of them were just kind of like once the ban happened, and you know, I wonder if part of the part of the player group were just like, okay, we're not relevant. We're safe. We're not. We're probably not going to finish in the top seven. You know, what are we? What are we playing for? Wh- where Where is our vacation? Like, where yeah. Where am I booking my vacation in June? I think. I don't think we'd be surprised if we saw a four nil City for this one. I think the way City are oh, playing yeah. right and how determined they are to, to obviously Arsenal, Man City the result of that is a big part but I, I still <laughs> Man City steamroll Fulham yeah I, 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 I agree with you this is not a game where I think that Fulham are going to do Arsenal any favors um, inadvertently yeah. or, or, or or the otherwise um, explicitly does, does Bournemouth yeah. Leeds do anything? that's interesting uh, right? that's interesting Leeds Bournemouth are three points clear of Leeds as it stands. The game in hand. Yes, as it stands right now. But they'll be that's even a... on games by then. Honestly, I, I, I see if, if, if the bottom three changes, like if, if the current bottom three doesn't stay the same by the end of the season, I see Leeds going down. I, I, I currently see Everton and Forest joining Southampton going down. But if one of those survives, it's Leeds. Well, yeah, I think. If... If um, if if Bournemouth beats Southampton, this game doesn't matter. Bournemouth's not getting relegated. No, yeah, agreed, agreed. Right, like if there aren't yeah. even games and Bournemouth has that extra three points, that thirty-six points against thirty, like, oh, we lost. Oh no, that helps Leeds a lot, but it doesn't matter for Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, Forrester playing. Forrester playing Brentford, who are in free fall as well. They haven't won in a while. So Forrest potentially could pick up a win and that would change everything as well. You know, I'm trying to rack my brain about Brentford um, and whether or not this happened to them this time last year as well. Because they started off last season pretty hot as well. Not as hot as they started off this season. But No, I think think Brentford, I think they've taken their foot off the gas. I think, again, they realized we're safe. Oh, European football maybe. Then that slowly started to deteriorate away. Up and honestly, until like Easter time, they were in with a shout in the last few weeks, really. But they they haven't won in a while. Like yeah, I think I think they kind of 
think that Mid Tony not having the uh, Tony suspension now, like if they had the Tony, if Tony's suspension was served now instead of next year, like I think that would fit perfectly for Brentford. I think if Ivan Tony suspended next year or six months of next year or whatever his suspension ends up being, like that's a relegation conversation maybe, especially. Well- there's a lot of teams in for their goalie. I mean, with, that's um, going to be my next point. They've had a lot of unsettling news stories over the last three months yeah. with, with, with the Tony gambling situation, with David Rea essentially announcing that he's not going to sign a contract extension and that he wants to leave in the summer. Yeah. Like, like there's, and, and like uh, the, the, the sharks are circling Thomas Frank in terms of Spurs. Like apparently Tom Spurs are high on Thomas Frank. Um, Why would you not be? I think he's, he's been very, very good. Very good in the Premier League yeah. so far. Um, it, it's kind of a small, um, uh, like data data set in terms of, but but he he's been very good for them. Um, whether or not he's ready to take the, the the jump to a big six team, I'm I'm not sure. I don't I don't want to speak to that specifically. Um, we've seen what happened with Graham Potter um, <laughs> recently. True. I, I think there's parallels that can be drawn there. Definitely, because um, like that they like that's um like both teams are moneyball teams, like to use a baseball term, they both spend analytics. smartly. Yeah, yeah, analytics spend smartly. Like, how ha- you have the time to bake in, like, because like the expectations aren't there. Yeah. Like Brentford at tenth is an awesome season for them. Yeah, I mean, if they're not careful, they may end up behind Chelsea, which would be a terrible, massive, <laughs> be amazing. You know, oh, they finish dude. behind. What a failure of a season. They're five yeah, points that, clear that at Chelsea. With, yeah, with, Chelsea has a game in hand. With Chelsea's uh, point at, uh, accumulation per game, they're, uh, I think they'll be fine. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, uh, I, think that, I, think that, I think that your point's spot on that they've kind of taken the foot off the gas a little bit. I, I think that's everything, guys. I don't, think there's, yeah. I don't think there's anything else that we really need to – to belabor here this weekend. I think, I think there are a lot of really interesting storylines going on this weekend. Um, I think it's going to be a great weekend for football uh, in terms of just kind of Saturday, Sunday, Monday, like there's an astronomical number of games on Sunday, which is interesting, but like with all of these like midweek games going on Saturdays, definitely. And I think there's, there's obviously something going on on Saturday, because the Arsenal Chelsea game was supposed to be on Sunday, I believe. It was Saturday. It was Saturday. Mm. It was Saturday, and they got bumped for King Charles Policing. reasons, right? Like, is is, is, is coronation this weekend? Oh, no. No, it's next weekend. It's the weekend after that. Okay. I don't know what's going. On. I don't know why. I thought for some reason there was King Charles stuff going on. Um. I don't know. I'll make sure. I'm pretty sure it's the weekend after that. It's in. It's in May. It's oh, not okay. this week. Okay. If it's if it's in May, then May sixth. Yep. May sixth. All right. Yep. All right. Sarah, Sarah, I, I thought that because Sarah's mentioned that. Is she gonna? The royal, sh- the royal family have already gotten in the way of football this year already. I know. Rest in peace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. Um. <laughs> all right. um Drop a comment down below. Let us know what games you'll be you'll be watching. Um, let us know after you've watched them what you thought of the matches, things like that. We will uh, we'll bake your comments into next week's episodes. Joel, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for joining us. I love it. 
Um, Absolutely. Love being you guys i did i did drop this last week uh when jimmy was with us i was like we should we should do a big podcast in the summer right we get everybody get everybody on at once and just do it do it big um so i think i think we should get the whole the whole crew everybody we'll hit up, we'll hit up tamzid get get, oh. get the whole gang get the whole gang going Let's do it yeah, oh, I, oh. Tamzid and joel have 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 twitter beef that'll be, that'll yes. be interesting um to tamzid oh. if you're listening this summer bro let's let's set up. up some of your schedule tammy <laughs> and we're not we're not recording a podcast at 1 a.m like you used to advocate for bro um, <laughs> it's still not happening. happening never happening <laughs> okay but joel really just want to say thank you you stepping in this week and and and, and helping us out really appreciate it man um yeah i, man, I hope you had a good time I always do great um so uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter at KSBradG, at Joel Finley 16 I'm at James Tiffany collectively at RedCard underscore radio. We will be back next week. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it all again. Um, and until then, have a good one. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Good night.